we saw in the last class how nursing dev is telling dhruv prahlad maharaj that you are the best example of a devotee and anyone who follows in your footsteps he can also become a pure devotee and then in the purport it was quoted shri pad madhvacharya is quoting from skand puran which prabhupad had mentioned that among all the devotees prahlad maharaj is best and then prabhupad explains among all the examples of dwadash mahajana 12 great personalities who are responsible for preaching krishna consciousness in this universe prahlad maharaj is the best example now nursing dev is telling in this verse that your father has already been purified because he asked nursing dev please purify my father please show mercy so he told he is already purified and he has gone to heavenly planets but still you please perform the shraddha ceremony shraddha ceremony is very much required in order to help the soul who has passed away to elevate to higher planets or to a better situation if somebody has got stuck in hellish life or in ghostly species then they can be relieved so it is very important duty of the son and the descendants to perform shraddha ceremony for the forefathers especially the person who has died so why nursing dev is telling that you please perform this ceremony already he is purified lord nursing dev is telling pitu putasya sarvashah pitu means father putasya means he is purified already he is purified but then he is telling do shraddha ceremony now why yes so it is mentioned because lord never wants to stop the regulative principles that is why when arjuna told i don't want to fight and uh, then lord krishna told him even if you do not want to fight still you are the leader of the society for the liberated soul there is no reason of doing their duty first of all lord krishna told arjuna there is duty 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 it is your duty to follow and then lord krishna preached about liberation and then he told but atmaratir evasyat a person who is self satisfied completely for him there is no duty in this world the duties are meant for people who want to enjoy if you want to enjoy here you are not self satisfied then you are supposed to play your part also there are some duties you have to do but if a person is self satisfied atmaratihi then for such a person there is no duty in this world for such a liberated soul there is no reason of doing a duty but lord krishna told at the same time there is no reason of not doing the duty then what does a person do liberated soul he does the duty or not he does it for the sake of guiding common men so because especially if the liberated person is a leader if somebody is living in mountain and jungle need not do anything but somebody is a leader like arjuna if he does not discharge his duties that will set a very wrong example so this was another reason krishna told you please fight in krishna consciousness you fight to even set example for the ordinary people who are not self satisfied so thus the lord is always telling you should follow your duties very very nicely so that is why it is important for us also in krishna consciousness as many times the devotees tell prabhu what is the use uh, what is the use of this mundane education i don't want to study anymore let there be backlogs let me fail what is the use of this degree what is the use of this job 
I don't want anything. <laughs> so that is fact. Actually, all these things are useless. Every moment spent for material endeavors cannot be gained back by spending millions of gold coins. This is what Chanakya Pandit says. Ayusha Akshan Eko Api Nalabhyaswand Koti Bhi. Koti means crores. <coughs> Sorry. Crores of gold coins if you spend one moment of time which has passed, you cannot bring it back. It is gone. So one moment which we have spent for material advancement, that is waste because that was temporary. That moment could be utilized for permanent advancement, but that we wasted for temporary activity. That entire world will be gone. All the people will be gone whom you wanted to impress <laughs> by doing that. <laughs> you will also be gone. <laughs> So thus everything is completely wasted. So thus we should not spend one second to plan. So thus Rishabh Dev gave very interesting instruction in fifth canto to his sons. He is the king. King is supposed to make many, many policies for public welfare. Just like our government makes plans how people can be happy. So Rishabh Dev told government should see to it, the king should see to it that people do not make any plan to become happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the duty of government. <laughs> government should see to it that people do not make any plans to become materially happy. Because these plans are only the cause of their distress. That is waste of human form of life. Today government tells you invest, you bank, you save money. But when Bhishma Dev is dying, on the deathbed he is there. Yudhishthir Maharaj goes to take instructions on dharma. He describes very important 10 to 11 points which Prabhupada summarizes in Srimad Bhagavatam. So Bhishma Dev tells very important principles which anybody can follow, basic principles. So one should avoid anger is very important point. One should practice forgiveness and at then he tells devotional service. But then he tells very important point that he describes briefly Varnashrama also. Because this Varnashrama system is very much required to develop transcendental qualities of a human being so that he can go back to Godhead. And then when he is describing about Shudras, it is told Shudra should not be allowed to save money. Because if he saves money, what he will spend on is wine, women, sex and all these other things. So that is why Shudra should not be allowed to save money. But he should be very nicely taken care. This is another instruction. This Varnashrama system is later. Of the initial 10-11 instructions, one instruction is the leader should very nicely take care of the subordinates and they should be satisfied. So the Shudra or the employee, the worker, should be completely satisfied. It is the duty of the leader. Prabhupada tells that is why there are agitations. If do you do any Yajna, Bhishma Dev describes, the Shudra should be well fed and charity should be given to them for their maintenance, clothes should be given to them. But nowadays, uh, so many functions, so-called functions are happening, but the Shudras are not taken care. That is why they create agitation and they do violence, the other laborers and employees, because they are not satisfied, they are not very well taken care. So Shudra should be very subordinates. Those who are working for you should be very nicely taken care. So it is one of the very important religious principles that the subordinates, it is mentioned, 
they should be or the servant should be very nicely taken care because usually people oppress them suppress them don't take care so taking care of them is very important and then when he describes later it is mentioned so shudra although he should be taken very nice care clothes should be given to them food should be very nicely given to them but money should not be given to them why it is not out of animosity just like if you give child excess money child will get spoiled child does not have sense control does not have wisdom intelligence similarly their intelligence is not developed so if you give excess money they will spend in sense enjoyment and they will degrade to hell so that is why it is for their welfare that it should and now the reverse policy it is told that kshatriya should always give charity and never accept charity in any situation and now prabhu patel's government accepts so much of funds so much of charity in various names but never gives does any charity so it is just the reverse government is doing as per the vedic culture so anyway so all these duties are very very important so even though it is correct that one moment wasted for material enjoyment cannot be taken back but still we should do our duties very nicely it is very important point for us also just like prahlad maharaj is telling here the shraddha ceremony should be performed similarly wherever we are situated we should do our duties nicely otherwise people will be misled they will go into tamoguna seeing our example and uh, of course we should not go to other extreme because it is very fine balance in the name of krishna consciousness we do sense gratification that yes i am uh, studying for krishna and i am studying so much that i do not find time to chant now so that is not nice then that is sense gratification so yes wherever we are we should do our duty very nicely we should take care of our job nicely our business nicely if we do that and have nice behavior that will be natural preaching natural preaching for others so that people are always observing a devotee if devotee behaves very nicely not everyone is in ashram mostly the people are outside so if we behave very nicely do our jobs duties nicely then that will be natural impetus for others also to follow of course we should be very careful do it under strict guidance of devotees so these regulations should always be observed especially the regulations of varnashrama dharma just for the sake of guiding other people not everybody will be as purified as prahlad maharaj that father is automatically delivered not all fathers will have opportunity of getting personal touch of nursing dev but if the shraddha ceremony is done they will be saved there could be another confusion which may arise out of this verse as we have heard in the third canto it is mentioned that hiranyakashipu hiranyakshu devar jain vijay and they fell down from the spiritual world by the curse of the kumaras and then after how many births they were supposed to come back three births as demons but here we are uh, reading something different nursing dev is telling lokan yasati supraja he has gone to heavenly planet <laughs> so how do we understand this after one birth only hiranyakashipu has gone to heavenly planet to become devotee to practice devotional service they were supposed to take three births as demons so how do we understand this 
रोशन हाउ डू वी अंडरस्टैंड नो थ्री बर्थ दे आर सपोज टू टेक हियर एज डीम्स एंड देन दे आर सपोज टू गो बैक टू वैकुंठा बट इन सेकेंड बर्थ इट सेल्फ यू एज गॉन्ट टू हैवनली प्लानट सेकेंड बर्थ इज ऑल्सो सपोज टू बी ऑफ डीमन थर्ड इज ऑल्सो सपोज टू बी ऑफ डीमन एंड एज वी नो इट इज मैंशन इन सेकेंड बर्थ ही केम एज रावणा एंड देन थर्ड बर्थ दंत वक्र शिशुपाल सो वॉट इज दिस हैवन इन बिटवीन नो नो दे सेकेंड बर्थ ओनली ही हेज टेकन बर्थ इन हेवनली प्लैनेट्स देन देर विल बी मोर बर्थ देन दे आर नॉट सपोज टू टेक बर्थ एज डिवोटीज और एज डेमी गॉड दे आर सपोज टू टेक थ्री बर्थ एज डीमस ओनली so like this we find contradictions in the scriptures we find contradiction in scriptures we find contradiction in supreme personality also rather supreme personality comes here to display contradictions <laughs> and extraordinary contradiction is displayed in this same past time of bhishma dev what is bhishma dev doing piercing the armor and the body of lord krishna with his sharp arrows he is hell bent on killing arjuna and arjuna was just a moment away from death bhishma fought so valiantly just a prabhupad right just a moment away arjuna was from death <laughs> and then krishna saw <laughs> now i have to break my vow <laughs> now <laughs> his weapons are failing <laughs> unless i pick up weapon he'll he'll be killed <laughs> Prabhu Patel's Krishna wanted to become famous as Bhakt Vatsala, as the well-wisher of his devotee, rather than being a sharp moralist, than being a truthful man. I have taken a vow. Uh, let my vow go to hell. <laughs> I am Bhakt Vatsala. I am the protector of my devotee. For his protection, I will break my vow. But anyway, so this was okay. Then Krishna charged towards Bhishma. and then what bhishma is doing he is shooting arrows at krishna and blood is coming out arrows are piercing krishna's body he is getting wounded severely and then finally when bhishma is lying on the bed of arrows then he is offering prayers that he is the supreme personality of godhead and we are meant to be engaged in his service <laughs> what is this understanding <laughs> He is supreme God. If God comes, shall we shoot arrows and throw weapons at him? <laughs> But no. So that is why various contradictions are there. So that is why we have to read Shrimad Bhagavatam. Krishna's activities are very, very confidential. That is why Janma Karmasth Chame Divyam, and one who understands simply these activities, such a person also becomes. liberated so the understanding is in bhagavad gita it is mentioned nayanam chindanti shastrani nayanam dahati pavaka the soul cannot be cut by weapons cannot be 
moistened by water. So it means when Krishna comes here, he takes up a material body, right? That is why the blood is coming out of Krishna's body. That is why Krishna is different and his body is different. So we should surrender to not Krishna, but the soul which is within Krishna, which has gone away. This is the interpretation some uh, so-called scholars they give. So thus in Bhagavatam it is mentioned, this pastime was meant to bewilder the atheists. This was one of the reasons, prime reasons Prabhupada write. To bewilder the atheists, such activities were done. Bhishma is shooting arrows and blood is coming out. Krishna is getting hurt. So Krishna's body is completely spiritual inside and out. Dehi deha vibhedoyam neshware vidyate kvachit. There is no difference between deha and dehi. And Krishna tells in Bhagavad Gita itself, Sambhavami Atmaya, this is my internal potency. There is no difference between me and my body. But this appearance, false appearance that Krishna is also having a human form is created to bewilder the atheists. Otherwise, if arrows are going inside, nothing is happening. <laughs> then anybody will surrender to Krishna. Who will not surrender? Yes. Oh, he is a different, unique person. Arrows go, but they don't hurt him. But no. So Krishna behaves just like an ordinary person. See, arrows came, arrows struck my foot, my toe, and I am dying now. <laughs> so like this, Krishna behaves just like an ordinary person to bewilder the atheists. But this pastime is very confidential. And then Krishna is very angry at Bhishma. And he's charging towards Bhishma. And Arjuna is trying to hold back Krishna. Krishna, you have taken a vow. Do not take weapon. Do not do this. But Arjuna is not able to stop. Krishna is still charging. So very nicely in Bhagavatam it is mentioned. Krishna charged towards Bhishma in apparent anger. But it was in tremendous love that Krishna was feeling towards his devotee Bhishma. Just like lovers, nobody is able to stop them. They run to meet each other. Crossing all the boundaries. In a similar fashion, in a similar mood, Krishna is charging towards Bhishma. In apparent anger. But that is not anger, that is out of love of Godhead. That Krishna has for Bhishma. Because Bhishma wanted to see Krishna in that wounded situation. That is Bhishma's devotional service. And it is told when Krishna is getting hurt with these so-called wounds, Krishna gets the same pleasure as a person gets uh, as when a person offers roses to Krishna. So because Krishna's body is completely spiritual. So this is very difficult to appreciate on the material platform. But these are the confidential understandings of devotional service. So Krishna's pastimes are eternal and Krishna's associates like Pandavas and Bhishma are also eternal. So in one universe, Bhishma has stopped fighting with Krishna. Another universe, he is fighting again. So thus Bhishma always meditates on this form of Krishna where Krishna is very much wounded. This is called Viriras. So Krishna wants to fight with his devotee and he takes pleasure in this devotional service. And then Bhishma has complete knowledge. He is telling all those people who have died in this battlefield, they have gone back to Godhead. There is direct verse which is mentioned there. So if Krishna was so angry on Bhishma, why Krishna would come there to bless Bhishma at the time of his departure? So no. So thus, there are apparent contradictions. Similarly, we'll find contradictions in activities of pure devotee also. So all these are for bewildering the conditioned souls. As uh, the other day, some devotee was asking in the ashram, that sometimes we see that Prabhupada is also forgetting something. He is also committing some apparent mistakes. And... Uh, 
वी अंडरस्टैंड दैट प्योर डिवोटी इज फ्री फ्रॉम द फोर डिफेक्ट्स दैट इज वाई इज आचार्य नॉलेज शुड नॉट बी टेकन फ्रॉम अदर्स बिकॉज दे आर हैविंग फोर डिफेक्ट्स नॉर्मल सोल इज हु इज कंडीशन सोल दे आर बाउंड टू कमिट मिस्टेक्स दे आर बाउंड टू कम अंडर इल्यूजन देयर सेंसेज आर लिमिटेड बट प्योर डिवोटीज आर परफेक्ट सो हाउ डू वी अंडरस्टैंड दिस दैट प्रभुपाद इज ऑल्सो कमिटिंग मिस्टेक्स हाउ डू यू पुट फेथ ऑन इज नॉलेज सो नो सो अपरेंट कॉन्ट्रडिक्शंस इन द वेदास कॉन्ट्रडिक्शन इन सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी कॉन्ट्रडिक्शन इन इज प्योर डिवोटी दीज आर नॉट कॉन्ट्रडिक्शंस दीज इन परफेक्शंस और इनकम्प्लीटनेस इज फेल्ड प्रभुपाद वेरी नाइसली एक्सप्लेन्स इन द इन्वोकेशन वर्स ऑफ ईशोपनिषद वॉट इज द वर्स पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णा पूर्णम उदच्यते पूर्ण से पूर्णमादा पूर्णमेव अवशिष्यते सो वेरी नाइसली प्रभुपाद एक्सप्लेन्स इन द पर्पोर्ट पूर्णमद पूर्णमद लॉर्ड इज कंप्लीट एंड कंप्लीट यूनिवर्सेस एमिनेट आउट ऑफ कृष्णा दिस यूनिवर्स आल्सो इज कंप्लीट इन इट्स सो वेरी नाइसली प्रभुपाद एक्सप्लेन्स वी जस्ट रीड दैट प्रभुपाद एक्सप्लेन्स the complete whole the personality of godhead has immense potencies all of which are as complete as he is thus this phenomenal world is also complete in itself the 24 elements of which the material universe is a temporary manifestation are arranged to produce everything necessary for the maintenance and subsistence of this universe no other unit in the universe need make any extraneous effort to try to maintain the universe the universe functions on its own time scale which is fixed by the energy of the complete whole and when that schedule is completed this temporary manifestation will be annihilated by the complete arrangement of the complete whole so there is no need of doing any maintenance universe is complete in itself it is maintaining itself by its own arrangement and it will get destroyed when it is scheduled to get destroyed in a similar fashion we are also complete whole Prabhupada explains we are also sample universe rather an atom is also sample universe the same principles which govern run the universe they run our body and they run a small atom also all of these are complete units and no extraneous help is required to maintain them the universe the human body the atom is being created maintained and destroyed by the self sufficient potencies created by the supreme lord so an illusion living entity thinks oh i am maintaining <laughs> i am creating i am destroying so no none of these things are happening creation maintenance destruction everything is happening by so yes we can sit from here so that if people come there is some space to sit so yeah that is all right that's sufficient so we feel that there is incompletion i have to do something to maintain somebody i have to do something to maintain the institution however that is not required further prabhupad writes all facilities are given to the small complete units namely the living beings to enable them to realize the complete whole all forms of incompleteness are experienced due to the incomplete knowledge of the complete whole all facilities are given to the small complete units who are small complete units living beings like us 
all facilities are given to enable them to realize the complete whole. So sometimes we feel there is lack of facility to realize the complete whole. But there is no lack of facility. Complete facility is given for spiritual realization for everyone. But then we think that there is incompleteness. That is how Darwin's theory of evolution came into existence. How Darwin's theory came? Darwin went on a world voyage. And then he thought, yes, definitely there should be a designer behind the design. But then there is so much incomplete design here. There is so much suffering here. So if God is there, why so much imperfection and suffering can exist? So that is why, no, there should be some other theory. Then he proposed his own theory. So that is why many times people think that if God has created this world, why there is so much suffering? God cannot create suffering. So that is why there is no God. <laughs> but no. So that is why <clears throat> all forms of incompleteness are experienced due to incomplete knowledge of the complete whole. Incompleteness is experienced because of incomplete knowledge of the complete. Everything is complete. Nothing else is required. But still, we feel something is required. It is only because of incomplete knowledge of complete whole. Brahma realization is also incomplete realization. Paramatma realization is also incomplete realization of the complete whole. Bhagavan realization is complete. So all the incompleteness is felt because of incomplete understanding of complete whole. So there is nothing incomplete in our life. For material happiness or for spiritual happiness, spiritual realization, everything is completely there. The human form of life is a complete manifestation of the consciousness of the living being. And it is obtained after evolving through 8.4 million species of life in the cycle of birth and death. If in this human life of full consciousness, the living entity does not realize his completeness in relation to the complete whole, he loses the chance to realize his completeness and is again put into the evolutionary cycle by the law of material nature. Because we do not know there is a complete arrangement in nature for our maintenance, we make efforts to utilize the resources of nature to create a so-called complete life of sense enjoyment. So complete arrangement is there in the nature for our maintenance. But because we do not have knowledge, we try to make artificial arrangement for complete maintenance. Because the living entity cannot enjoy the life of senses without being dovetailed with the complete whole, the misleading life of sense enjoyment is illusion. The hand of a body is complete unit only as long as it, it is attached to the complete body. When the hand is severed from the body, it may appear like a hand, but it actually has none of the potencies of a hand. Similarly, living beings are part and parcel of the complete whole and if they are severed from the complete whole, the illusory representation of completeness cannot fully satisfy them. The completeness of human life can be realized only when one engages in the service of the complete whole. So this is the solution. So this whole world is working very hard because they feel there is insufficiency in their lives. Money is less. Love is less. People are less. Reputation is less. Recognition is less. Comforts are less. Nothing is less. Only 
नॉलेज इज लेस इनकम्प्लीट नॉलेज ऑफ द कंप्लीट होल दैट्स इट एंड देर इज अ प्रूफ वॉट इज अ प्रूफ सो इट इज नॉट मियर थियोरी देर इज प्रूफ बिकॉज दोज हुए रियलाइज कृष्णा दे आर सेटिस्फाइड एनी वेयर एंड एवरी वेयर दे फील देयर लाइफ इज कंप्लीट That is why it is told, "Yasmin sthito na dukhe na guru na api vichaliyate." A person is situated in Krishna consciousness. He is not disturbed in greatest of the miseries of life. Greatest of the miseries, Bhishma, typical example. Not disturbed in greatest of miseries. So only thing which is missing in the life is Krishna consciousness, incomplete knowledge of the complete whole. Otherwise, there is nothing missing. So simply, if people work hard to improve Krishna consciousness, then we will experience completion. so there is very nice past time <clears throat> on another occasion prabhupad gave krishnadas his assistant at the time a letter to mail he told please mail this letter so emails were not there physically you have to write a mail letter you have to post it krishnadas brought the letter back and said swami ji prabhupad was called swami ji that time there is a hole in the envelope prabhupad said Yes that is all right send it but krishnadas argued that he couldn't send it because there was a quarter of an inch hole in the corner of the envelope by the stamp suddenly with a stern voice prabhupa said know that all i do is perfect <laughs> that was astounding <laughs> prabhupa said it with such gravity it wasn't a proud boast but a grave statement so prabhupa is not sometimes we tell no whatever i do is perfect no Prabhupada told with gravity that this is a very important statement which Prabhupada is making. Know that all I do is perfect. This very important point. This was astounding. Prabhupada said it with such gravity. It wasn't a proud boast, but a grave statement. Prabhupada wanted to drive home a very important spiritual concept. When he said that, Krishna straightened, and I felt cold, as if I had a chill. I got a glimpse into the quality and the person of the spiritual master. Shrila Prabhupada explained that in India, anything coming from America was bound to be stolen or ripped open, because they would suspect money to be inside. He left a little hole so that they could see. Oh, it's only a letter, and leave it alone. <laughs> so he thought envelope is having a hole. That is imperfection, but no. <laughs> His understanding is imperfect. So this is all right. Here there is a justification which is given, but in other places we may not find justification also. Prabhupada is explaining the lecture, and then he tells, "Swayam Bhumanu, Vevasvat Manu." It is actually Swayam Bhumanu. i think prabhupad is explaining devahuti's daughter of vevasvat manu but no it is other way or sometimes there is some other we see some mistakes like this prabhupad so prabhupad why is committing mistakes like this forgetfulness hunger thirst disease also so only the conditioned souls are supposed to undergo all these things how what is the justification for this so we have to understand 
that our senses are deceptive. Here, matter appears like spirit and spirit appears like matter. Krishna's body is completely spiritual, but it appears like matter. See, blood is coming out. He is also having bones, flesh, liver, heart in his body. So by Krishna's arrangement, the spirit is made to appear like matter. So Krishna's body appears like that of a human body or that of a painting as we have in the temple or like wood or stone. But no, these are all completely spiritual forms. Similarly, when Prabhupada was glorified as we have discussed, one disciple glorified Prabhupada very nicely in the article that this great man changed the world. So Prabhupada became disturbed and he called. Prabhupada told this is very serious. Spiritual master should never be called a man. Spiritual master is not man. Man is very limited living entity, one of the species. Spiritual master is superhuman being. Extraordinarily powerful. More powerful than Lord Brahma also. That is the position of spiritual master. So spiritual master should never be considered a man. This direct verse is there in the Padma Puran. Gurushu Narmati, Vaishnave Jati Buddhir Naraki Saha. Gurushu Narmati, one who considers spiritual master Nar, an ordinary human being, that is very, very dangerous. That opens the path to hell. So we have to understand these activities of the spiritual master, which appear like material, they are not material, they are spiritual. So all those effects which we are seeing, which are like any other material body, they are produced by the spiritual potency of Krishna. Just like the blood coming out of Krishna's body is the result of internal potency of Krishna. So the pure devotees are completely under control of Krishna's internal potency. So we should not think that Krishna is suffering by the arrows or Bhishma is suffering by the arrows. No. Otherwise, Nitya Leela. Every moment Bhishma is getting arrows on his body <laughs> in one universe after another. No, Krishna will not make his pure devotees suffer. So pure devotees do not suffer at all. Bhishma is not suffering, Krishna is not suffering. Their bodies are spiritual. So thus we have to understand the so-called material exhibition of the body of Srila Prabhupada. That is another uh, act of internal potency. So thus it is mentioned, Lord Krishna sent Yudhishthir Maharaj because he wanted to prove that Bhishma is greater than all other sages present there. Bhishma who is a fighter, one of the many fighters, although the strongest fighter, but he was a fighter, a politician. But still is told, no, Bhishma's position is not ordinary. He is greater than all the sages, including Vedavyas, Prabhupada writes. That is the position of Bhishma Dev, greater than Vedavyas. And then another important point which Krishna wanted to explain through example of Bhishma was that the devotee is always in perfect situation of mind and body. Never mind what is the apparent situation. Perfect situation of body and mind. So ordinarily in this situation, nobody is supposed to ask anything. But he is taking great lectures because Prabhupada explains there, Krishna wanted to show that his pure devotee, he is always in perfect situation of explaining Krishna consciousness. His mind and body are always sound. So just like when Krishna comes here, his associates also, they come, Nand Maharaj, Yashoda, they are also sleeping at night. So sleep is Tamaguna. 
निद्राहार विहार का आदि विजेता हो इट इज टोल्ड शट गोस्वामी इज द वन ओवर निद्रा स्लीप एंड अदर थिंग्स एंड यशोदमाई इज स्लीपिंग एवरी नाइट एंड द बेबीज गॉट ट्रांसफर्ड शी वॉज नॉट नोइंग शी वॉज अनकॉन्शियस सो ऑल दीज आर सिम्टम्स ऑफ तमोगुणा बट नो दैट इज नॉट तमोगुणा द अपेरेंट स्लीप द अपेरेंट हंगर अपेरेंट थर्स्ट अपेरेंट ओल्ड एज अपेरेंट डिजीज ऑल दीज आर द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ इंटरनल पोटेंसी ऑफ कृष्णा द प्योर डिवोटी इज नेवर देव इन दे ही इज ऑलवेज अंडर कंट्रोल ऑफ इंटरनल पोटेंसी ऑफ कृष्णा इंटरनल पोटेंसी ऑल्सो मे एग्जिबिट सिम्टम्स लाइक मटीरियल पोटेंसी बट दैट इज नॉट so thus prabhupad explains very nicely when the devotee pure devotee gets sold it's an opportunity for the disciples to render service unto him and thus make advancement in spiritual life if a pure devotee never becomes sold never becomes weak then how pure devotees will render service how they will advance pure devotee simply desires and books will come out <laughs> where is opportunity to write to do type writing to do proof reading to do any seva where is the seva then for the devotees Thus, Krishna can finish everything. What seva would be there for the living entities to do? Thus, that is a kind mercy. Because others are able to advance in Krishna consciousness because of these apparent imperfections. Those imperfections are actually perfect. Because these imperfections keep the non-devotees away. Those imperfections are perfect. Non-devotees are meant to be kept away. Oh, where is this spiritual master? He is also getting old. He is also committing mistake. He is also this thing. No. so that is why a very important principle is mentioned in the vedas and that is called arsh prayog what is arsh prayog even there is apparent mistake from the acharyas that mistake should be taken as so prabhupad writes this is very important principle <coughs> prabhupad explains in a letter to mandali bhatra 1972 jaipur if one is too big there is no mistake even in material field it happens arsh prayog means there may be discrepancies but it is all right just like shakespeare sometimes there are odd usages of language but he is accepted as authority i have explained all these things in my preface to first canto so if shakespeare commits some mistakes those mistakes are not considered mistakes if he writes some word which is not existing they will not tell it is not there in the dictionary they will add that word in the dictionary <laughs> this used by shakespeare <laughs> there is no our dictionary is imperfect uh, this word is right this word should be used <laughs> just like king can do no wrong it is told if king is doing any violation of the laws he can do no laws he is beyond all the laws so if somebody is very powerful there is no mistake that is called arsh prayog then in uh, another lecture prabhupada is explaining <clears throat> in lecture 27 canto 5th chapter verse 23 so unless one is self realized there is practically no use of writing about krishna this transcendental writing does not depend on material education it depends on the spiritual realization you will find therefore in the comments of bhagavatam by different acharyas even there are some discrepancies they are accepted as arsh prayog it should remain as it is there will be discrepancies in bhagavatam commentaries one acharya is telling after chakshusha manu there is devastation so after every manvantar there is devastation another acharya is telling no there is no devastation both are acharyas so how do we understand this <coughs> no this is illogical 
this is blind faith <laughs> now you are telling both are acharyas one acharya is telling after manvantar there is no flood there is no devastation another acharya is telling after flood there is after manvantar there is flood there is devastation and prabhupad gives conclusion of both acharyas and leaves it like this without further comments one acharya says this another acharya says this so thus even though there are discrepancies in the comments of bhagavatam they are accepted as arsh prayog it should remain as it is you mentioned this acharya tells this this acharya tells this that's it it should remain as it is should not be corrected then another interesting conversation prabhupad no no jagannath cannot correct that bad habit he must give up he was editor was editing books <coughs> radha vallabh so we should just leave it exactly prabhupad oh yes you should not be more educated radha vallabh he wasn't changing any of the words he was just prabhupad nothing of the this should be strictly forbidden radha vallabh so no radha vallabh was the chief editor of bbt so no corrections that makes it simple prabhupad they can divide the synonyms that's all radha vallabh synonyms so even prabhupad that is his tendency to correct that is very bad he should not do that so i'll just forget this then prabhupad the system is whatever authority has done even there is mistake it should be accepted radha vallabh oh prabhupad arsh prayog so always prabhupad is writing arsh or arsh arsh prayog that is he should not become more learned than the authority that is very bad habit radha vallabh he was always wondering how he should think so i'll tell him that he thinks quotes if i think i see a mistake what should i think unquote i'll tell him what you just said prabhupad he cannot see mistake he is mistake <laughs> prabhupad why finish it whatever is done is done radha vallabh well now that the system of no corrections anywhere that makes it very simple then he can't do anything i don't think he wants to either he makes it more simple for him it makes him very uncomfortable prabhupad no corrections because prabhupad wrote books alone all these editors and disciples were not there and apparently there were some mistakes and similarly there were some mistakes in bhaktisdan maharaj's brahma samhita also when disciples wanted to prabhupad told you print brahma samhita that book is important of my guru maharaj that should be read and then disciples suggested prabhupad little uh, some uh, uh, spelling errors are there gross mistakes or some other things grammatical can we do it can we correct it prabhupatol not even a comma should be changed <laughs> so this is the principle not even a comma so thus here prabhupatol whatever is there is there and then prabhupad very clearly mentions i have written in the preface of the first canto what prabhupad has written there is a direct shloka tad vag visargo janatag viplavo यस्मिन् प्रतिश्लोकम् अबद्धवत्यपि नामानि अनंतस्य यशो अंकितानियत् श्रुण्वन्ति गायन्ति गृणन्ति साधवाः ऑन द अदर हैंड द लिटरेचर व्हिच इज फुल विद डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ ट्रांसेंडेंटल ग्लोरीज ऑफ द नेम फेम फॉर्म पास्ट टाइम ऑफ अनलिमिटेड सुप्रीम लॉर्ड इज अ डिफरेंट क्रिएशन ऑफ ट्रांसेंडेंटल वोकैबुलरी ऑल मेंट फॉर ब्रिंगिंग अबाउट अ रेवोल्यूशन इन द इंपायस लाइफ ऑफ अ मिसडायरेक्टेड सिविलाइजेशन ऑफ द वर्ल्ड such transcendental literatures even though irregularly composed is heard sung and accepted by the purified men who are thoroughly honest even though such literatures are 
imperfectly composed, irregularly composed, it is told here, they are accepted by men who are thoroughly honest. So why one should ask, why I should not correct? Why Arsh Prayog, this principle is there? If there is some genuine mistake, Acharya should allow, but no, it is dangerous. Okay, we might correct that thing, but then who knows where is the mistake? Just like some concepts could be very, very difficult to understand and they, they will correct that also. And then a person will be finished. Like this, many contradictory understandings we will have, they are not contradictions. So that is why they are so-called whatever mistake, they should be left as it is, one should not correct. Because that is sufficient, such literature, which is even though irregularly composed, that is sufficient to bring a revolution in the life of the masses. Thus Prabhupada books, they created revolution we see around the world in the lives of the masses. Even though there, there could be some mistake, there are some mistakes, just like in Bhagavad Gita, uh, Pitraloka, Pluto, it is described as planet of Pitrus or Pitris, it is told in Sanskrit. So, because Prabhupada was recording on dictaphone in Bhagavad Gita, the disciples heard Pitris means trees. So, they describe Pitraloka as planet of trees. So, what Pitras are doing on planet of trees, one may wonder. <laughs> so, it is difficult to understand. Pitraloka is translated as planet of trees. So, like this, some mistakes are there. But one should not correct. One should understand, yes. <laughs> Pitraloka, it is there. But don't correct. And even though this is imperfect, so many other literatures were, many other editions of Bhagavad Gita were there, where exact synonym was mentioned. Pitraloka means planet of Pitris, forefathers. But they could not bring any change in the life of the masses. But this literature, even though it is imperfectly composed, people became pure devotees, they became liberated, their life became free from all anxieties, birth, death, old age and disease. So this effect will get missing if we start changing like this. That is why it is told, Arsh Prayog, do not change. Whatever Acharya has told, that should be. Similarly, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, there is instance when uh, another uh, very advanced devotee he wanted to give some different version as opposed to Sridhar Swami's commentary on Bhagavatam. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became very angry. How you can point out mistakes in Sridhar Swami? He told Sridhar Swami is inconsistent. That is why I have written my commentary on Bhagavatam. So Mahaprabhu became very angry. How you are finding mistakes? How you are correcting Sridhar Swami? So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Krishna himself has shown by his example that even though there are apparent discrepancies in the words of Acharyas, they should be accepted as it is. One can tell, I am not able to understand what is this. That's it. But that should be accepted without any change. Why? For this Prabhupada explains very nice story. I was discussing with Bhakta sometimes back. So <laughs> there were two people who were engaged in a very heated argument. What was the argument? They found a piece of paper which was cut. How it was cut, they were not able to understand. So one person is telling, it is cut by scissors. Another person is telling, it is cut by knife. And both are fighting with each other, arguing. He is telling scissors, it is cut by scissors. He is telling knife, knife, it is knife. And the argument became so heated up, they started actually fighting with each other. And the other person, knife person was strong. He told, I am giving you final warning. You agree, it is cut by knife. Otherwise, I will throw you in the river. 
He told, no, it is cut by scissors. <laughs> so anyway, the knife person was strong. He picked him up and threw him in the river. <laughs> and the other person, not knowing swimming, he started drowning. So he started drowning, body has gone inside, his hand he takes out and then he does <laughs> scissors. <laughs> So, Rahupa <laughs> is telling he is dying, he is drowning, <laughs> but he is not leaving his argument, scissors with his hand. <laughs> he knows next moment he is going to die, <laughs> he is telling scissors. So, Prabhupada is telling even though it was cut by scissors, what is the use of such argument if it is not going to save your life? So, everything should be seen from the result it is producing. Correct? So just like Prabhupada's moon statement, we are not able to understand. The Russians majority did not believe that America has gone to moon. They died without knowing America has gone to moon. <laughs> what difference does it make? Or now, even though the Americans may know that they have gone to moon, but still America is depressed and depression is increasing. So whether, uh, what difference does it make whether America has gone to moon or not? So like this, so many scientific theories were there. Many, many people, they passed away from this world without knowing that plants have life. Later scientists, they got to know plants have life. What different has it made in their life? Earlier they were debating with the Vedic scholars. We are telling no plants have life. It is one of the species. Jarajana, Lakshani, Sthavar, Lakshvimshati. 20 lakh species are there immovable. So they told no plants do not have life. Later they understood. So what was the use of such argument? And even though you can know that, but then what is the use again? Is the misery of your life getting reduced by having such perfection? No. So that is why we have to understand. We can see simply by following Srila Prabhupada, the wonderful books he has given, what change has come to our life and to the lives of the people. Sansara, Davana, Lidloka, Tranaya, Karunya, Ghana, Ghanatmam. This is a symptom of spiritual master. The forest fire of this material world is extinguished. So people have become liberated. They have experienced spiritual bliss. And such life, we can just see what was our life before we are into such bad habits, so much anxiety, so much tension. And what not it was. We are on the royal road to hell. So what a wonderful change it has brought in our life. So that is why simply if we put faith, yasya deve para bhaktir yatha deve tatha gurav, tasya ite katita hi artha. One who has got implicit faith in Krishna and equal faith in spiritual master, he understands everything of the Vedas and his spiritual life becomes perfect. <clears throat> so simply by putting faith in the spiritual master, person immediately gets liberated from all the material bondage, pains, miseries, anxieties, attachments, and relicious spiritual bliss. And if you put faith in any other literature, it is not going to help us in solving the problems of life. So that is why unnecessarily we should not argue, even though there is apparent mistake, apparent imperfection in the literature. But simply by putting strong faith, we can see practical effect in our life. This is called Arsh Prayog. Very, very important. So simply if we can have strong faith in the spiritual master, and uh, that faith is the only qualification which is required for getting spiritual ecstasy in our life and complete liberation and complete knowledge about Krishna. That is why this important principle the scriptures mention.
स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर इज टेलिंग दिस इज नाइट यू शुड टेल यस दिस इज नाइट इट इज नॉट डे बट ऑफ कोर्स द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर शुड नॉट बी ब्लाइंडली एक्सेप्टेड फॉर दैट देर इज डिस्क्रिप्शन इन द वेदाज एवरीथिंग इज देयर यू विथ गुड आर्ग्यूमेंट्स डिसाइड अ स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर फाइंड वेर यू कैन सरेंडर एंड देन यू सरेंडर वेन वी सरेंडर कंप्लीटली इन आर्ट प्रयोग वट एवर इज रिटर्न आई हैव गॉट स्ट्रॉन्ग फेथ देन आर लाइफ वुड बी परफेक्ट so with this we will end so thus there is no imperfection now uh, what is the mystery of hiranyakashipu <laughs> so prabhupada explains there is no contradiction here the understanding is history repeats in cycles there are many many hiranyakashipu hiranyaksh and prabhupada writes it is not that every time when hiranyakashipu hiranyaksh have to come here jay vijay have to come down from spiritual world they have to fall no it was only special case when no soul was there which had karma to become so powerful like hiranyakashipu hiranyaksh they were sent from there it is my regular activity nobody is there <laughs> to play that role <laughs> now you go <laughs> so krishna sent them otherwise some souls from here only just like usually the soul which is most pious in universe becomes brahma but when nobody is there to become brahma krishna himself becomes brahma because universe has to be thus we are not doing anything in this world if there is any lack of position krishna will take that position for lower positions lot of fighting is there lot of competition is there sometimes brahma indra very exalted positions living entities are not able to compete to reach that level then krishna becomes indra krishna becomes brahma so thus we are not doing anything in this material world material world is complete people are complete their happiness will come to them distress will come to them so we should simply surrender unto krishna every activity should be used simply for every moment should be used for krishna service so there is no incompleteness all incompleteness is felt because of our incomplete understanding of the complete so thus this apparent hiranyakashipu appears not to be of jay vijay that description but a person of this world who became that and then he got elevated otherwise jay vijay they maintained that came here three births and then they went back so we will end any questions <coughs> so what is the question yeah okay so the question is here prahlad maharaj all the pure devotees being told to perform shraddha ceremony duties like this we also have many duties so what is our duty how much should we perform because we are partially surrendered partially not surrendered and so how much duty is there how much it is not there what is surrender at which point devotee stops performing all these duties so it is not the duty of prahlad maharaj to do this but krishna does not want that people stop doing their duties who are not advanced like prahlad maharaj so he is telling him to do 
So for a completely surrendered soul, what is the meaning of this surrender? So Prabhupada explains this, one who is always engaged in Krishna consciousness. If one has got no other business, morning to evening my business is to serve Krishna, then no other regulation, no duty required. If I am engaged in Krishna service, morning to evening. And uh, if it, that is not there, then I have duties, then I am supposed to do that. But in Kali Yuga, there is no option. Now, if you want to do some sadha ceremony, where you will find a Brahmana, how you will do the ritual. That Brahmana is also Shudra actually, who is doing so-called duty. So, thus in Kali Yuga, there is no other way but to completely surrender unto Krishna. <laughs> who knows uh, what they will do. <laughs> Instead of heaven, <laughs> fathers will go to hell by <laughs> donating to such a Brahmana. <laughs> yes, it is told. Dhumrupan rate vipra danam kurvanti enara. If you do charity to a Brahmana, who is engaged in Dhumrapan, smoking, then you will go to hell. <laughs> you will be degraded. So thus, uh, such is the situation of Brahmanas now. So thus, there is no other way in Kali Yuga. The only way of doing all the duties is to just follow completely Krishna consciousness. So thus, we should try to surrender completely. There is no other way left. <laughs> but the rituals, as far as possible, we can continue doing along with chanting of the holy name and what Prabhupada has recommended, service of the Vaishnavas. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry, uh, in other folk residencies, those who are hearing, they can carry on because they have to carry with other duties. We'll take up Q&A for a few more minutes. So the question is, now also they are editing Prabhupada books. So how this practice has come into existence? Were they editing in Prabhupada's time also? Yes, so Prabhupada told editing must be there, editors were there. Editing is a very important feature of publishing book. And thus when disciples were not particular in composing editing, so Prabhupada told, don't try to imitate me. So our book should be immaculate, free from any errors. That is the role duty of the editors. So you do not tell, because Prabhupada's first canto is having mistake, I'll commit mistake now also. So it is like imitating Krishna's Ras Leela. Krishna can do Ras Leela, you cannot do that. So thus, if you become like me, then you can also com uh, commit errors. But don't uh, do this thing. Prabhupada is a pure devotee. When he composed, there was some mistakes. But our policy is not to keep on committing mistakes. Okay, Janatag Viplavo, Prati Shloka Mabadavati Api, I'll commit mistake in every shloka. No. So our principle is to correct. But the understanding is, without approval of Acharya, especially once he has disappeared, the correction should not be done. You go back to Prabhupada, Prabhupada, can I correct this? If Prabhupada tells, yes, you do, then it can be done. But after Prabhupada's time, it should not be done. So that's when, even in Prabhupada's, when he was present, even at that time, devotees told, Prabhupada, I want to do, Prabhupada told, no, no further, no corrections. Even in Chaitanya Charitamrita, we know it was published in two months. In great hate, in great haste. Devotees were not having time to make paintings. So Prabhupada told, go to the spot, take a picture and then put it here. <laughs> Need not paint. And then devotees told, so Prabhupada, we published in haste. Now we will improve it. Prabhupada, no, no change. <laughs> Whatever you have done, let it be. Otherwise, that is why we see very, uh, that meaning has been completely changed. 
in Bhagavad Gita 5000 changes, Chaitanya Charitamrita, serious changes. When it is explained in the purport, one should not accept disciples. The meaning has been changed to one should accept many, many disciples. So in the purport, the explanation is that one should always remain humble and thus one should not accept many disciples. One should always remain humble that I am not advanced devotee and I should not accept disciples. And what they have changed? They have changed to one should not think in this humble way that oh I am not qualified and one should accept disciples. So one should not practice this humility. Sometimes devotees feel I am so humble. Oh no, so one should give up this humility and one should accept disciples. And simply they have put one word from here and they have simply arranged the words. The words are the same. So that's when I shared in a group also. Devotees are telling, what is the mistake? It is the same thing only. <laughs> but no, complete meaning is changed. Prabhupada is telling one should remain humble, should not accept disciples. They are telling one should give up this humility that I am not uh, worthy of accepting disciples and one must accept disciples. So like this, if a person reads Chaitanya Charitamrita, they will tell, see Prabhupada is telling accept disciples. But no, so we should be careful to read the original books only. It is very, very important. So thus it was not approved. And uh, thus it is unfortunate that grave errors have happened now. So the GBC, the Governing Body Council Commission of ISKCON, so they have got one Shastrik Advisory Committee. Because there are some people who are supposed to be very mature and expert scholars. And GBC, they are doing the administrative work, they are guiding. So there is a body which guides the GBC about the Shastrik principles. And one devotee who is among this, so we can just imagine there is GBC who are guiding the entire society. There is Shastrik body which guides GBC. And this person, he is telling that just like a child grows up and realizes my father's intelligence is not perfect. A child thinks my father's intelligence is perfect. He does not commit mistake. Similarly, we have to understand, we have to grow up that Prabhupada also had mistakes in the books. And then he's quoting many points from Prabhupada books. And thus uh, GBC found him guilty of uh, minimizing the position of Prabhupada. So just imagine this is the position of people who are advising GBC. <laughs> then how we can expect any clarity on further subject matters. So they themselves do not have any faith they lose faith in the words of Prabhupada Acharya, then there is no use of such scholarship. It will not take us anywhere. So that is why uh, we should stick to Prabhupada books. Prabhupada books are sufficient. If I find uh, any incompleteness, that is because of our incomplete understanding. So thus Prabhupada writes at the end, how do we realize this completeness? The completeness of human life can be realized only when one engages in the service of the complete whole. All services in this world, whether social, political, communal, international, even interplanetary, will remain incomplete until they are dovetailed with the complete whole. So thus, if we are feeling anything, oh, I am not getting complete interest in the book. I am not getting complete interest in the chanting, no. So the incompletion is in our practice of serving. When one engages in the service of the complete whole, completeness is realized. 
so it is very simple it is not difficult we simply have to work very hard in the service of krishna in the service of spiritual master then we will realize all completeness so artificially we should not try to as many times how to chant how to chant nicely the question is asked so we work very hard for krishna that is our bhakti sadan maharaj has told dushtamana tumi kishir vaishnava pratishtare tare nirjane raghare tavari ram keval kaitava so without working hard for krishna without preaching if we simply want to chant we will never be able to chant you keep on reading anything about holy name you keep on reading anything you keep on doing whatever unless we work hard for krishna when krishna becomes pleased he makes our meditation very strong upon him prabhupad explains for such a sincere devotee krishna makes his concentration strong automatically so artificially prabhupad tells one should not try to become an expert chanter try to work very hard that is why prabhupad told work very hard for krishna follow simple rules and regulations and then we see simply chant and hear this is sufficient and will bring all realization in our life Yes. 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 Will hurt his feet, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So how do we understand? So one way we see <coughs> that the gopis of Vrindavan, they are crying. Why they are crying? because when they think that krishna has gone barefoot to graze the cows in the jungle and so many small pebbles and thorns would hurt pierce his feet they are not able to tolerate that krishna's such lo- soft lotus feet are getting hurt by the pebble stones and other thorns on the way so they are crying thinking in this manner and bhishma is piercing his body with arrows again contradiction so gopis are in ignorance or bhishma is ignorance both cannot be knowledge <laughs> but no that is the relationship gopis have that relationship with krishna so again krishna cannot be hurt by <laughs> arrows or pebbles krishna's body is spiritual but this is the influence of yog maya so under the influence of yog maya devotees are able to feel such nice emotions for krishna and thus they are engaging in devotional service bhishma's devotional service is to fight with krishna that is his relationship so that is why as per their <clears throat> sorry as per their unique relationship they are exhibiting various emotions both are perfect so some wives of krishna they are very humble and submissive like rukmini devi some wives like satya bhamada they are always fighting with krishna <laughs> krishna likes both relationships <laughs> not that one wife is better and another wife does not know how to deal no krishna likes that somebody should fight with me also <laughs> and somebody should always listen also so does devotee satisfied uh, in his, in their unique relationship yeah 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 
No, I don't remember this statement that they thought in this way. That is why they became angry. I don't remember Prabhupad mentioned. Prabhupad could have mentioned. I don't remember this reason. They simply became angry because they were stopped. So the question is why the doorkeepers became angry. And nobody can go to Vaikuntha unless they are devotees. So that is why they were stopped because they were not devotees. So exceptions are there. Durvasamuni also went to Vaikuntha. But he was not a devotee. Similarly, Kumaras were not devotees. When they went there, when they saw Lord Krishna, then they became devotees. That is why they stopped. Now online, any questions? So the question is how to do Pindadan uh, for the welfare of Pitras or Shraddha ceremony in this age, any authorized process. So that is why Hare Naam Yevakevalam Kalav Nastya In Kali Yuga, there is, we cannot rely upon anybody. As a matter of duty, we can try to do whatever best possible. But in every ceremony, whatever we are doing, uh, there should be Harinam Sankirtan, there should be uh, distribution of Prasadam to the devotees. Because the other people also followed. Advaitacharya also did Shraddha. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also went to Gaya. So they did not want to disturb their regulative principles. But he fed Haridas Thakur. <laughs> so feeding the Vaishnavas and giving charity to Vaishnavas and Harinam Sankirtan. These three things should accompany any process, any ritual that we are doing in this age. But this is not sufficient. We should try to completely surrender unto Krishna. That is the only way. Question is, sometimes the super soul is giving us instruction, sometimes our mind also gives us instruction. So how to differentiate? Because the mind may cheat us, super soul. So that is why we take the help of Acharyas. That is why externally, super soul manifests himself, mercy incarnation as Acharya, Acharyas again books, system is there, devotees are there. So under guidance of spiritual master, devotees, the books, we should decide. Because voice inside cannot be different from voice outside. So the question is, past incidents are hurting a lot. How to get relief? So simply by Krishna consciousness, that is the only solution. So all the past incidents, whatever we are thinking, good or bad, that is only because of ignorance. So the incidents have no ability no capacity to make us happy or sad. If we are in knowledge, no incidents will make us disturbed, but always will increase our bliss. And if we are in ignorance, so-called good thing also will make us sad. So just we have to work on Krishna consciousness. Do not worry. Immediate solution is chant and hear very nicely with great attention. And then please try to follow the rules and regulations strictly. All those things will be wiped off. We'll finish here. Grantara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada Ki